You are listening to Supporting Supporters, a Change to Chill podcast. This is a free mental well-being resource offered by Alina Health. My name is Tanya Freeman. I'm a licensed psychologist and regional lead psychologist with Alina Health. These podcast episodes are aimed with the goal of providing quick, tangible resources and information from Alina Health mental health providers on a range of mental health topics relevant to day-to-day lives of the listener. We invite you to join us in any way you please, whether you sit back and kick your feet up, or as you engage in movement, your daily commute, or as you prepare for your day. However you choose to join us, we welcome you and we honor your time. Hi there, I'm Heather Crabtree, and I'm a psychologist who works primarily with children, adolescents, and their families. In my work with clients and families, I often partner with schools, and I also hear a lot from my clients about the impact that school personnel have on their lives. This is such an important and valued contribution to these children's lives and society as a whole. By listening to this podcast, it is obvious how much you care about your students and that you want to continue to develop your understanding and skills. Thank you for all you do. I hope this will be helpful to you. Today, we will be talking about the value of growth mindset. The concept of having a growth mindset has been something that has been talked about in education and other settings for quite some time. Talking about this concept is important for many reasons. Shifting our mindset can shift the way that we, including our students, think about success and failure. Having a growth mindset means that you believe that your intelligence, talents, and abilities can improve with effort. However, having a fixed mindset means that you believe that your intelligence, talents, and abilities are fixed and will not change. Therefore, having a growth mindset will be saying, I will ask for help and and practice, whereas a fixed mindset would be saying, I will never get it. A growth mindset empowers people to believe they can develop their abilities with effort and gives people the love of learning and resilience that are essential for many aspects of life. It shows others that their brain and talents are just a starting point and not an end point. Carol Dweck, professor of psychology at Stanford University, has done extensive research and writing on fixed versus growth mindset. She differentiates them this way, quote, to briefly sum up the findings, individuals who believe their talents can be developed through hard work, good strategies, and input from others have a growth mindset. They tend to achieve more than those with a more fixed mindset, which are those who believe their talents are innate gifts. This is because they worry less about looking smart and they put more energy into learning. Fixed mindset triggers occur when students face challenges or criticism or perform poorly in comparison with others. You'll know this is happening if you feel insecure or defensive. Moreover, students for whom performance is paramount, looking smart is critical, even if they don't learn a thing. On the other hand, if you are in a growth mindset, you will find yourself collaborating, sharing information, seeking feedback, and admitting errors. 
A growth mindset encourages risk-taking without worrying about failure because mistakes represent a chance to learn, end quote. So, since we've established that working towards a growth mindset can have many benefits for ourselves and students, it is helpful to figure out how to spot growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Here are a few ideas. When students have more of a fixed mindset, they see challenges as risky. With this way of thinking, encountering obstacles or criticism becomes proof that they don't have the abilities needed to succeed. When students adopt a growth mindset, they view challenges as ways of progressing towards their desired outcomes. Students who believe they can develop their talents and abilities see roadblocks and critical feedback as methods to gather information they could use to help themselves learn. Okay, so furthermore, fixed mindset would be this. Their goal is to look smart. They tend to avoid challenges. They give up easily. They do not see the point of effort. They ignore feedback. And they feel threatened by the success of others. Now on the other hand, growth mindset would look like this. Their goal is to learn. They embrace challenges. They persist when there are setbacks. They see effort as the path to mastery. They learn from feedback and they find inspiration in the success of others. One thing that I think it's really important to keep in mind is that even as we work towards having more of a growth mindset, we should not expect perfection. It will not happen 100% of the time. That is why these signs can be helpful so we can be self-aware of when it's time to practice growth mindset strategies. All right, so now that we know how to spot growth versus fixed mindset, let's spend a few minutes talking about how we can implement strategies in the classroom and for ourselves too. I will first discuss a few general strategies for growth mindset, and then we will discuss a few specific activities we can use. There are many lesson plan and activities exam activity examples online as well. Research has given us several main ideas to go on for implementing growth mindset. So here are a few things to consider. Number one, acknowledge and embrace perfections. Hiding from weaknesses means that you'll never overcome them. Number two, view challenges as opportunities. Having a growth mindset means relishing opportunities for self-improvement. Learn how to fail well. It's an opportunity, not a failure. Number three, try different learning tactics. There's no one-size-fits-all model for learning. What works for one person and one student may not work for everyone. Try out different learning strategies until you find what works for that student. Number four, Follow the research on brain plasticity, which tells us that the brain is not fixed, so the mind should not be either. Number five, replace the word failing with the word learning. When you make a mistake or fall short of a goal, you haven't failed, you've learned. Number six, stop seeking approval. 
When you prioritize approval over learning, you sacrifice your own potential for growth. Number seven, value the process over the end result. Intelligent people enjoy the learning process and don't mind when it continues beyond an expected time frame. Number eight, cultivate a sense of purpose. Dweck's research also showed that students with a growth mindset had a greater sense of purpose. Keep the big picture in mind. Number nine, celebrate growth with others. If you truly appreciate growth, you'll want to share your progress with others. It's not a competition. Number 10, emphasize growth over speed. Learning fast isn't the same as learning well, and learning well sometimes requires allowing time for mistakes. Number 11, reward actions, not traits. Tell students when they're doing something smart, not just being smart. Number 12, redefine genius. The myth's been busted. Genius requires hard work, not talent alone. Number 13, portray criticism as positive. You don't have to use that overused term, constructive criticism, but you do have to believe in the concept. Feedback is imperative to growth. Number 14, disassociate improvement from failure. Stop assuming that room for improvement translates to failure. Number 15, provide regular opportunities for reflection. Let students reflect on their learning at least once a day. Number 16, place effort before talent. Hard work should always be rewarded before inherent skill. Number 17, Highlight the relationship between learning and brain training. The brain is like a muscle that needs to be worked out, just like the body. Number 18, cultivate grit. Students with that extra bit of determination will be more likely to seek approval from themselves rather than others. Number 19, abandon the image. Naturally smart, sounds just about as believable as spontaneous generation. You won't achieve the image if you're not ready for the work. Number 20, use the word yet. Dweck says not yet has become one of her favorite phrases. Whenever you see students struggling with a task, just tell them they haven't mastered it yet. 21, learn from other people's mistakes. It's not always wise to compare yourself to others, but it is important to realize that humans share the same weaknesses. Number 22, make a new goal for every goal accomplished. You'll never be done learning. Just because your midterm exam is over doesn't mean you should stop being interested in a subject. Growth mindset people know how to constantly create new goals to keep themselves stimulated. Number 23, take risks in the company of others. Stop trying to save face all the time and just let yourself goof up now and then. It will make it easier to take risks in the future. Number 24, think realistically about time and effort. It takes time to learn. 
Don't expect to master every topic under the sun in one sitting. And finally, number 25, take ownership over your attitude. Once you develop a growth mindset, own it. Acknowledge yourself as someone who possesses a growth mentality and be proud to let it guide you through your educational career. Okay, those were some great ideas, and I know that's a lot, so feel free to come back and listen to that um, as you work on growth mindset. More specifically, there's some really great questions to ask to cultivate growth mindset, so I want to throw some of those out at you as well. Okay, what made you think hard today? How will you challenge yourself today? What can you learn from this experience? What can you learn from this mistake? What would you do differently next time to make things work better? What else do you want to learn? What strategy can you try? Who can you ask for honest feedback? Did you work as hard as you could have? If it was too easy, how can you make it more challenging? Did you hold yourself to high expectations or did you accept good enough? Did you ask for help if you needed it? What can you do to manage distractions? Have you reviewed your work or logic for errors? Are you proud of the end result? Why or why not? What's the next challenge to tackle? So as you can see, those questions really focus on the process and on being self-aware um, and on that growth mindset that we've been talking about. One of the most important things about growth mindset is actually challenging how we think, which means helping students do the same. So activities to cultivate growth mindset should also focus on this. There are great worksheets online to help students recognize fixed mindset thinking and how to change those thoughts over to growth mindset. For example, instead of, I'm not good at this, it would change to, I'm not good at this yet. Or changing the thought of, this is too hard, to, this will require effort and finding the right strategy. And instead of the thought of, I am not as smart as my friend, we would change it to think, I am in charge of how smart I am because I can grow my brain by learning new things. Essentially, we want to give students the power to change their mindset with their words and thoughts. Establishing a culture in our classrooms and other environments where we are open and realistic, praise the process and effort, discuss our mistakes, and facilitate positive self-talk is the goal. All right, so thank you so much for staying with us through this conversation about growth mindset. So as we wrap up this podcast, I want to talk about three main points that I hope you can use in your daily life. So the first take-home message today is that growth mindset is important because it empowers students to believe they can further develop their abilities with effort and hard work. It helps them persevere with challenging tasks and has been shown through research to lead to greater achievement. Secondly, we can recognize fixed versus growth mindset by noticing how students are reacting to challenging situations. 
Those with a fixed mindset tend to want to prove themselves, give up easily, and shy away from challenging situations, whereas those with a growth mindset are always seeking out new ways to learn, look for new ways to solve problems, and admit mistakes or shortcomings as a way to improve themselves. And then lastly, there are many ways we as adults can foster a growth mindset in the young ones around us. The most important principles are praising the process and effort, not the outcome, talking about mistakes as a way of helping our, gr our brains grow, and facilitating positive self-talk. Thanks so much for sticking with us. I hope that this has been helpful. On behalf of Alina Health and Change to Chill, we thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We do hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope that you join us in other episodes covering even more interesting topics with mental health providers. As always, you can find the show notes and any accompanying research and tools at the Change to Chill website at www.changetochill.org. In health and in wellness, take care and see you next time.